Colts training camp here in Westfield, brought to you by Corson Fire and Security. It's over. It's 13 practices for the Colts, done and gone, wrapping up on day number two of joint practices between the Colts and the Bears. I'm Matt Taylor in the mobile studio here, brought to you by the Indiana Union Construction Industry. JJ, things today kind of ramped up in terms of not necessarily intensity, but the chippiness was there. Some skirmishes today that we didn't see yesterday. Yeah, that's to be expected on day two of mm-hmm. a joint practice session. Doesn't uh, matter who the teams are either. Yeah, and you know? uh, it, it, it always starts in special teams. It always starts in special teams because that's when you get the guys who are really fighting for roster spots. Make an right? impression. Make it, yeah. And you're How trying tough to, are you? Yeah, yeah, but, you know, you don't want to get reckless out there. Um, but, yeah, you know, a couple skirmishes today, but – Nothing that I think escalated beyond, you know, some normal. pushing and shoving. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very normal. Yeah. All right. Coming up on tonight's show, you know him. You love him. Number six, he's making plays. He went back home to a degree last Saturday in Buffalo, five years with the Buffalo Bills, but now he's an Indianapolis Colt. Isaiah McKenzie is going to join us here in the podcast in just a second. He sat down with Casey Vallier and Jeffrey Gorman for a really good conversation, so that's coming up in just a bit. But uh, Anthony Richardson last night, I think he got a lesson in taking what the defense gives you yeah. last night. And, you know, he had that one moment in the seven-on-seven period where he was trying to take a shot down the field, maybe trying to make a play and you know, push the ball in, in, a, in a spot where he should not have, was intercepted by one of the safeties. And we know in the, the Matt Eberflus defense is designed to keep things in front of you. Uh, but Anthony Richardson bounced back last night, did a nice job of completing some uh, intermediate throws, high completion percentage. How did he perform against that secondary again tonight with that in mind? Yeah, I think, you know, you, you saw more of the take and what was there. Uh, plays and I think that was probably an emphasis because Matt Eberflus is going to play a lot of too high. Yep. Uh, like you said, he's going to keep kind of a lid on those explosive plays. That's what he became known for here in Indianapolis. Um, you know, and I think you saw Anthony Richardson make some good decisions out there at times today. Um, you know, nothing. There, there weren't like a ton of, but because he was he was taking what was there. You weren't seeing a lot of those like standout plays. You're like, oh man, like right. what a throw, what a throw. But that's okay. Yeah, if you're making I, a highlight reel of of camp tonight. It'd be kind of tough to know where to start. Right, exactly. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm jotting down notes on my notebook, and it's a lot of, you know, eh, there's a quick pass there, uh, you know, quick pass there. He had a really nice throw to Evan Hall for a touchdown mm-hmm. in seven-on-seven, seven, uh, really well-timed up. But, you know, beyond that, again, I think you're right, Mate. This isn't a day that you put on the highlight reel, but that's okay. Right. Because but within that, though, it wasn't a designed lot of, for it. There's a lot of first downs, though. The Colts are moving up and down the field, and it's a simulated period right there. But, yeah, there's not that – that beautiful 35-yard perfectly spiral down the far sideline to Alec Pierce in right. his practice. Uh, yeah, because that wasn't there, yeah. you know, and that's okay. And and there weren't turnovers, which mm-hmm. is the other good thing because yes. you, we know this Eberflus defense, keep everything in front of you and, you know, get off the field on, on third down and force a turnover if you can. That's what it's designed to do, and you saw some, some conversions. You saw, you know, good ball security for the most part. I think Anthony had one that got slapped out, but you can't really tell if that was, like, after the play or right. if it was during the play because you're not tackling to the ground or anything out here. So, overall, yeah, I think probably just some progress from Richardson. And, you know, hearing from Ryan Kelly today about Anthony and just the progress he's made, what stood out to me is just the, the confidence that – his teammates are really starting to get in him mm-hmm. because they're they're growing to trust him, not just because he's QB1. Yeah, not because, because they have to. Right, not because they have to, but because they, they legitimately do, because he's commanding the huddle, he's getting play calls out, 
um, you know, that's not an easy thing for a quarterback to get down. These are long play calls that you have to get down and you have to say them with confidence. Uh, you know, hearing Ryan Kelly say, you know, he's seen that, um, you know, he's making connections in the locker room, stuff like that. That's just encouraging beyond what we're seeing on the field right now. It's J.J. Stangovitz right there. This is the Colts training camp daily here on the Colts Audio Network. Uh, before practice started, unfortunately, the Colts suffered a bit of uh, bad news. Ashton Doolin suffered that torn ACL evidently on Wednesday night. That was night one of joint practices between the Colts and the Bears, and just awful. Uh, missed, missed five games yeah. last year between a foot injury and a concussion. Uh, so in a roster move, the Colts signed Tyler Adams. He was with the team uh, earlier in the offseason, undrafted free agent out of Butler, spent some time at Harvard. But obviously with Ashton Doolin, yeah. that's, that's a big blow for the Colts because of his value, what he means to this team on offense, certainly on special teams. Um, and he missed five games last year like we talked about. He was really excited about – uh, playing with Anthony Richardson this year, really excited about his health going into the season. What does this do to cloudy up the depth of the Colts wide receivers the remainder of camp, which basically consists of one more joint practice and a couple of preseason games? Yeah, it's a really good question, Matt, because I think when you looked at that wide receiver room, you, you could pencil five guys into the roster and probably write them in pen, honestly. Michael Pittman, sure. Alec Pierce, Josh Downs, Isaiah McKenzie, and Ashton Doolin. I take Doolin out of that equation. Uh, so now you have four guys. And the you, rest of that group doesn't play as right. nearly as much special teams as Ashton Right, did. exactly. That's kind of the key here is you've got to be able to play special teams. Mm-hmm. And Ashton Doolin was a core special teamer, a former you know, second-team all-pro specialist in 2021. Um, it's going to lead to some really interesting roster discussions with this team of, you know, does this open the door for Mike Strawn? Does it open the door for Amari Rogers? Does it open the door for both of them? You yep. know, other guys on this team, Brashad Perryman. And Perryman Juwan played Win- more special teams last year, right, right. with Tampa, yeah. more, yep. more so than he had earlier in his career. So, you know, do, do you find someone who's already on the roster, or is this one of those situations where, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Ballard always says you're, you are constantly working on your roster and you can make moves, you know, really at any point. So... Uh, you know, do, does this lead the Colts to bring in someone maybe on cutdown day? Um, it definitely does throw that part of the roster into some flux now. With like you mentioned, Mate, there's not a whole lot um, time. There's not a whole lot of time. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're certainly thinking about Ashton Doolin from the personal sense. Really, really good guy. Really good wide receiver. He's going to be missed here, out for the season on injured reserve here in training camp. Um, the Colts last night also got banged up along that offensive line a little bit. Ryan Kelly. As you said, dealing with a foot injury. Will Fry's dealing with a right leg problem. That's kind of all the details we have there. He was seen icing it uh, last night, did not practice again tonight. Uh, what, what did the offensive line look like tonight? Arlington Hambright, I saw, was working back at the right guard yep. position, acquitted himself very well tonight, just like he did last night. What else stood out to you about the depth along that offensive line and how they performed on night number two? I think, I think the ones played pretty well. For, for the offensive line, um, you know, didn't see a whole lot of pressure on Anthony Richardson uh, from that Bears defensive line. So that that was good to see. You know, depth-wise, you want to see uh, it, it's a lot of young guys, right? You know, you got Blake Freeland, who's a rookie. You've got, uh, you know, Danny Pinter, who's entering his, what, fourth year. Mm-hmm. He stepped up at center. That That's a good spot for him. Uh, we've seen him come in and play well at center, but... Uh, yeah, not not a lot of veterans there. Dan Skipper is kind of the veteran in that yep. room. Uh, they brought him in Wesley French early in camp. Yeah, Wesley French. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, you want to see that con- to continue to develop. And certainly uh, this game against the Bears on Saturday is going to be a, a really good opportunity for the offensive line to continue to kind of show some depth. As we said, Isaiah McKenzie coming up in just a little bit. So to tease him, I mean, he's shaping up to be – I mean, he and Josh Downs shaping up to be – Really fun and exciting within this offense. Kind of splitting time at the uh, slot wide receiver position. But as we've said all camp, they're not the same guy. They have two different skill sets, and they're both fun to watch. And these are two players that I think are going to be big-time yards after the catch. They both possess a ton of speed. Um, They're both elusive with the ball in their hands. They're tough to bring down. What kind of year do you think is in store for Isaiah McKenzie, and how, how creative do you think the Colts can be with him dialing some different things up within the offense. So I love this, Mate. I've been talking about this for, for months now, that Isaiah McKenzie and Josh Downs are both slot receivers, but they are different players. You can do some stuff in you know with Isaiah McKenzie, getting him in motion, yeah. uh, like we've seen over the course of his career with the Buffalo Bills, that is different than what you're going to do with Josh Downs, where Josh Downs is a guy who's just really good at getting open, you know, especially on like option routes and stuff like that. Um, and the Colts can use both of them effectively in this offense. Um to me, that that could be a real strength of this team when you think about you've got Pittman and Pierce as your your main outside guys, but you know getting the ball to the, into the slot to guys who are just open or are creating some space for other guys, um, that's going to be important for Anthony Richardson. I mean, look, if he's throwing to guys who are open, that's going to be a lot easier for him. I, that's maybe the dumbest comment you've ever like I've ever made on this show. It's not dumb. It's just. Perfectly it's, okay, accurate. The, dumb, the most obvious, basic comment, obvious, the most yes. obvious comment. Yeah, yeah. I like, like it. if he's open, it's easier. Yeah. But those guys both can do things to get either <laughs> themselves or someone else open. Listen, football's not a complicated game. It's Sometimes not. we overcomplicate It's not. Things. A lot of times we overcomplicate right? it, and ultimately it's... You know, it's Shane Steichen going for it on fourth and one with the quarterback sneak. Love to see it. Yeah. Not that hard. Don't right. overthink it. The, the, two, right. the two-cheek sneak, just push <laughs> him over the line. You're it's right great. about that. No, you're exactly right. He's an exciting player. Five years in Buffalo. Now he's in Indianapolis Colt wearing number six get used to it Jeffrey Gorman Casey Vallier they go two on one I guess with Isaiah McKenzie after practice tonight for the year that he's in store for here in 2023 joined now by wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie hey some joint practice is done yeah you, you saw Buffalo obviously you had the homecoming the first week then uh-huh. you come out here a couple skirmishes today yeah how does this help in your game as a wide receiver to come out and see these new faces out here especially with a young quarterback I felt awesome I mean, coming out here, like you said, seeing new faces, going against another team in practice is pretty awesome. I haven't had a joint practice in, in years, and I'm going into year seven. But it was pretty awesome to come out here and do some one-on-ones with new guys, um, do some team reps with new guys and things like that. And uh, with a young quarterback, he did well. He did, you know, did well in practice against another team. And uh, obviously we see them Saturday, but um, I'm expecting our games to go to a higher level. Sure, sure. Hey, routine's a big thing for you guys, you yeah. NFL players. Routine, routine, routine. New city, new stadium, new helmet, new logo, everything like that. How are you as a veteran in this league taking all that? Because you leave the football field and you have your personal life around you. That's Uh completely changed. Yeah. Um, I'm adapting well. You know, me and my fiance, we moved out here. We are, uh, got a house in uh, Zionsville. Okay. And um, we're doing well. It's just us, us two and our our dog. And um, right now, what's her name? Kimberly. Kimberly. Okay. Yeah. Miss Kimberly <laughs> is, is one of the forces behind Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. And thank you for being here. I, we appreciate it. We appreciate the team around this young man. Yeah. So we moved in. We got it's us and our dog. And um, right now I'm in camp, you know, and she understands that. I'm going to be away for a little bit. I'm going to come home when I can and things like that, hang out. And then when I'm out of camp, it, um, I feel like it's the same. You know, I'm going to come home, go to work, and do the same thing over and over until, you know, the season's over. 
Now, I know it's hard to compare, but, I mean, you mentioned this. You're seven in this whole thing. Yeah. How different is this camp compared to what it was in Buffalo? Um, I will say this camp has been awesome. And I'm, and I'm not saying Buffalo camp wasn't awesome, but right. Buffalo's camp was a little different. It was like, it was like consecutive days on, one day off. Consecutive days on, one day off. This right here, we got probably two days on, one day walkthrough, you know, one day off. One day, one day on, one day walk through, one day off. It's like it's, it's helping us recover off the field and things like that. So Coach Steigen had a great schedule this camp, and um, it was pretty awesome. I feel good. I feel good um, going into this preseason game, and um, I feel like after this camp, it's going to be even better uh, recovery-wise. Now, I want to kind of go off what Jeffrey said with the routine. One of the things that we, we found out earlier this week, that Anthony Richardson's going to be the quarterback. Yeah. I know it's one of those things that you probably knew this was going to happen at some point. Yeah. For you, knowing that it's out there and now you know this is the guy that's going to be under center, this is the guy to get take those reps with, how beneficial is that to know that now for you guys? Um, very beneficial. Um, we come out there and now we can talk more football with him right. and you know learn, get to know him more, him get to know us more, and just get on the same page. You know, like, the, like we had in Buffalo, we had that miscommunication thing, you know, right. happened. And it was just like – me going from Minshew to him and things like that, and us just talking new offense for me, you know, and, and for him as well. So it's just like we trying to trying to mesh the best way we can. And now, like you said, you know, it's out there. Now we can talk more, talk more football, talk more, hey, this pass should be here. Hey, I like you. I, he tell me, hey, I would like you to run here, blah, blah, blah. And we just get on the same page. It builds chemistry and helps him get comfortable. Right. Isaiah McKenzie joins us, Colts wide receiver. When do you start licking your chops when you look at this playbook? And the reason I'm asking you is because you're elite. Yeah. You're an elite, elite speed. You can't teach that an elite quick twitch muscle everything you're tough to tough to defend in every way this playbook that Shane Steichen puts it they're yeah. going to highlight you do you lick your chops at a lot of these plays at some opportunities that are coming your way this season oh for sure I, I love I love the play. I can't say the plays no, no we, don't, we don't want that I just want, I love I just the, want way, the ball in your hand I love the way the play you know plays are being called I love the way the offense is rolling I love how he's distributing the ball around and things like that so that's pretty awesome but um, I'm licking my chops for a great yeah. season <laughs> All right, then we you brought up Anthony Richardson, Casey, so i got to go back on that. And obviously, a young quarterback. You're used yeah. to that. We uh -huh. know what happened in Buffalo and watch yeah. the maturation of, of Josh Allen and everything. How are you helping this young quarterback? Um, I, I got a joke where I say, yeah, I helped Josh get to where he is now. I was, <laughs> I was, I was with him for five years. There you, know, you go. From the, from the beginning. So, you know, coming in with AR, I mean, I just – the things I learned from Josh and, you know, the way he works and the way he's wired, I feel like AR is kind of the same way. And um, that's and that's good to have the way, you know. And um, I feel like for him, I'm going to just talk to him, you know, and develop him the best way I can in, in the areas I know how. And obviously the quarterback's coach and Coach Shane, and Shane Steichen and Jim Bob and all of them are going to teach them their ways and things like that. But um, I feel like I've been in this league long enough mm -hmm. and been around a great quarterback in Buffalo to, you know, teach him a few things and um, he can learn me a little bit more. Now, one of the guys that's made a lot of flashes here in training camp is Josh Downs, a guy <laughs> like, who's kind of like Isaiah McKenzie part two in a way, you yeah. know, the young guy. How, how much have you been able to kind of help him get to this point? Because, I mean, he's really had a great camp. I love Josh. Me and Josh, we actually – it's at some point during the day we argue about a route and we're like we argue about coverages and I feel like he came in with the right mindset the right you know level-headed he came in willing to learn and um, I've, le I've learned something from him and he learned a lot of things from me and that's it's good to have us both in that slot position you know no matter who plays more no matter no matter what we're both going to be out there eventually and um, I'm just happy to see him out here doing great things and um, like I said that's my guy we, we argue about routes he's one we argue about and I feel like those are the that's the constructive arguments we oh, have. Oh, yeah. 
you know, about routes, about situations, about coverages, about AR. And, and it's awesome to see a young guy come in here and just want to learn football like he does and um, come out here and make big plays each and every day. Isaiah, in that wide receiver room, if, if, the, if guys aren't acting like professionals, and yeah. you know what I mean by that, uh-huh. yeah. it may be week one, it may be week 15, yeah. we don't know. Are you that guy that's going to say with, with years <laughs> under your belt in this league, say, hey, we don't do things that way. We for do sure, for sure. And I, and I would say that's one of my big roles in that room is to be a leader. And, um, you know, me being the second oldest in there because we have uh, Rashad Perriman. Sure. But uh, me be, being in there and um, just helping the guys out the best way I can. But like you said, you know, you get to acting up, I got to sure. say something because I, I don't want it to be a, a, a sour apple in the room, you know, just because you may not get the right playing time or the ball. You, you just got to do your part and play your role. Now, one of the areas that you kind of helped make a name for yourself was special teams. Yeah. You come into a situation where it's a new special teams coordinator, but yeah. he comes from the college game. So mm-hmm. all of those kickoff rules that are kind of been adopted here, yeah. how beneficial has Brian Mason been to you guys on what that's going to look like? Um, it's been awesome. You know, learning from him, and um, obviously he came from college football, but he's been a coach for a while. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm learning from him. Whatever he wants me to do, I'm doing it. And uh, I'm just prepared to go out there and um, hopefully run a couple punt returners back. And uh, if I get a kick return, I know Dallas Dallas Flowers is back right. there. He's no more kick returner, you know, last year. Yep. So, um, um, I'm just, you know, excited for my opportunity to get back there, and, you know, make him look good as a first-year uh, special teams coach. I know I'm, uh, I'm asking a lot of off-the-field questions, but how, how do you separate from football being a seven-year guy, having a fiancé, yeah. moving to a new home? Football, it's tough to turn off in your mind. Game yeah. uh, Playbook, <laughs> tough to turn off in your mind. Anticipation yeah. of tomorrow's practice or tomorrow's game. How do you separate yourself from this game? I mean, it was easier when I was in Buffalo because mm-hmm. I was there for a while. Sure. I knew the playbook. I knew the guys. I, I was familiar with the area and things like that. Coming here, I feel like, you know, I had to adjust to the playbook. And that was more of my worries. That was more of my worries. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to adjust to a new playbook, learn the plays, think, you know, think a lot more in the playbook world. Off the field and on the field, I know what I can do and things like that. On the field, I know I can, I'm fast, I'm quick, I can catch the football, I can run, and, you know, whatever, special teams. And then off the field, I know I got a fiance, I know I got a dog, I got a separate right. I got to get that playbook out my head for at least a couple hours is it, and that's, then, that's tough now. yeah it is tough it is tough especially if I don't mess up on a play or, or drop the ball or ran the wrong route got an ME it's kind of like stuck in your head for a while and then sometimes she's asking me like oh what's wrong with you and I'm like <laughs> uh, you know I'm trying to just you know get out get out my own head for a minute but um I feel like I do a good job of separating the best sure. way I can and um trying to keep my family happy and just trying to be, keep myself happy let me ask you about Sunday nights after a game yeah. Isaiah McKenzie after a nice <laughs> dinner with family and friends does he go home sit down put on Sports Center and watch what he did earlier in the day uh no actually I cut on the iPad yeah I on an iPad, okay. and then I'll, I'll watch the film with my fiance. We'll sit there. I'll be like, Look, look what I did. Right, 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 right. And then after that, after that, we'll put it away, cut on a movie, or go do something and just hang out. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right, that's Isaiah McKenzie. I so appreciate the time. Can't wait to watch you do what you do. And, and the thing is, that, like I said from earlier in this interview, I don't care. Just get the ball in your hands. I appreciate that, it, brother. That's it, it is. I mean, with that that skill set, that talent, get the ball in your hands. Easy enough. Happen. I'm happy you're here. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Isaiah McKenzie right there. Great conversation right there. Really fun and a lot of personality with uh, Isaiah McKenzie, with Jeffrey Gorman and Casey Vallier, a part of our Colts Training Camp Daily Podcast here. With J.J. Stangovitz back at Colts Training Camp, I'm Matt Taylor. Everything's wrapping up. The sun is setting in the background here. This is practice number 13 out of 13 that just wrapped up. Uh, day number two, joint practice-wise with the Colts and the Bears. Hard to believe, J.J. It seems like in some ways we just got up here for report day, and now it's over. Um, 
Um, and the Colts, as we said, are going to have one more joint practice with the Eagles. That's coming up on Tuesday. That's in Philly ahead of their preseason uh, finale together on Thursday night. Uh, with 13 practices here at Grand Park, what, what did you learn about the Colts over the course of, of three weeks up here? I think the biggest thing is going to be on Anthony Richardson and just that you could really sense the trust that he's building in his teammates growing, kind of like we talked about up at the top. To me, that's the biggest development. We knew the physical stuff was going to be there. Like, we've seen him throw a football. We've seen him run with the football in his hands. He is one of the most gifted athletes to ever play the quarterback position. That's just, you know, based off his combine uh, metrics and mm-hmm. just seeing him out here. But the the mental side of Anthony Richardson and, again, the trust that he has developed in his teammates, um, to me, that – that has been probably the biggest development that this has not seemed too big for him. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, the, his command of everything has grown as the days have gone on. Uh, you've seen improvement that he's made as the days have gone on. And, you know, you understand why the Colts named him starting quarterback this week, because he's shown them enough to say, all right, get out there, get the reps, put the work in. We think, you know, your development is on the right track, and now let's go go win some football games. What what questions still remain? I mean, if you look at – maybe questions is not the right word, but, you know, there's there's things that are still in flux, like the depth chart in the secondary. Yeah, the depth chart corner. at tight end and running back with Jonathan Taylor's situation, right, still on PUP and, and Zach Moss uh, with his broken arm. I mean, these these are still some things that – Despite having three weeks up here and some really good work, you know, if you're filling out of the depth chart going into that week one game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, those are some things that you might want to use pencil on instead of right. pen or Sharpie. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the cornerback competition, to me, you know, you've seen some good things from Daryl Baker, Dallas Flowers, but those young guys are coming on. I think Jalen Jones had a sneakily pretty good camp out here. I, I noticed Darius him Rush quite too. a bit. Darius Rush, obviously, had the pick six in the preseason game, getting Juju Brents out there. Mm-hmm. Um that, that cornerback competition I don't think is going to get settled uh, anytime soon, and that's okay. I think that can go into the regular season. Um, you know, who the, the guys who are going to be the week one starters, they're going to have to compete to be the week four, seven, ten starters. Mm-hmm. You know, that, so that's something to keep an eye on. I think you're, you're right about tight end. Um, just because there have been some injuries in that room. You know, Mo Cox, Jelani Woods, Drew Ogletree, those guys have not practiced yep. recently. And those are going on for a while now. Right. A and, week plus. Right. And, you know, with specifically with Woods and Alec Cox, those are kind of the guys who are your, your in-line mm-hmm. tight ends, the guys who, you know, you expect you can put your hand on the ground, you can they can run block, they can catch the ball. Um, so that's kind of left something open there. We've seen a lot of Farrell Brown in that position uh, during training camp, but you know, get those guys healthy. I think you know those guys you would expect to be part of this offense this year, but that still is unsettled. Uh, you know, you want to get them out on the field. You want to get them reps with Anthony Richardson. The good news, Callen Granson has looked pretty good out here. Yeah, and uh, available and available. He's yeah. been the tight end who's been available and has has performed pretty well That's out here. Great too. point. That's a great point. Uh, I asked you last night after practice, and I'll ask you again tonight. I mean, fans want to know any. I know Shane Steichen didn't talk after practice today, and he probably wouldn't give you a whole lot anyways just from a schematical standpoint. But any gut feeling on playing time coming up on Saturday for the you starters? You know, I, I don't have a sense for it, really, because we've, we haven't seen Shane Steichen do this, yeah. you know, have two joint practices and then a game. So um, we will, I guess we will figure out 
uh, yeah. what what the deal is going to be when we show up to the stadium it's, on Saturday. Listen, this is going to be a good time. It's the it only is. it's the only home preseason game for the Colts, and it's Saturday night. It's a man. football game on Saturday night. It's a night. football game, and it's what the more first. Could he ask it's for? the first home game for the Colts since. January whatever, 13th, week 18 game against yeah. the Texans, mm-hmm. right? We all remember that game. Just come out, hang out at, at you know downtown, you know, go to a bar, go to a game, hang out, tailgate. Just enjoy the fact that it's summertime in Indianapolis and football is back and the Bears are in town and Anthony Richardson is continuing to grow and develop. And if he sees the game field, that's freaking awesome. Yep. That is what it's all about here. It, it's going to be a good night. I'm excited to get back there regardless of who's playing. You could – you could put, you know, a, a yeah. five-year-old flag football game yeah. out on the field at Lucas Oil Stadium, and I would be just as jacked up yeah. to be out there. Blues out there just decking Pee Wee kids. Exactly. Well, that's I, what it's I, all okay, about. I would love to see that. Actually, <laughs> I mean, let, you know, let's. I be think honest, that's the halftime show. Actually, or I think the halftime show involves dogs. So actually, you're probably going to want to stay in yeah. your seats at halftime because there are dogs who will be on the field. Fantastic frisbee dogs, classic right there. Also a classic is J.J. Stangovitz. Man, well done. All training camp long. Really appreciate it. He's been these. great. Been yeah. A lot of fun, really informative. And I know people are enjoying them. The recaps after practice every day, kind of keeping you up to speed on what's going on here with the Colts and training camp. But that's a wrap. Everything brought to you by Course and Fire and Security. Reminder, tomorrow's an off day for the Colts. And then they square off against the Bears Saturday night. You can see that game on Fox 59 locally in Indianapolis. And, of course, hear it. On the Bell Tire Radio Network, 93.5, 107.5, the fan in Indy, and the sister station there, 97.1 Hank FM. Kickoff set for seven, and we hope you can tune in somehow, some way. Colts training camp, though, in Westfield is over, but we always have you on the latest with J.J. Stangovitz. I'm Matt Taylor. Thank you very much for listening to the Colts training camp daily podcast, and we'll be back next week on Tuesday. We'll have the official Colts podcast uh, with a reaction after from the, Philly, yeah, yep. the reaction after the joint practice against the Eagles. So we're looking forward to that, and we will talk to you then here on the Colts Audio Network. Have a great weekend, everybody. So long. <laughs>